I don't know what's coming. All I know is what God has told me to do. And now for 4533, The Ceiling of the Ark. Just bow your heads for a minute. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you as you bring us into this new year, into your year. But Father, all of the years have been yours. Everything has been yours. And we thank you for bringing us through it. Father, and I just pray that you cover and guide us all through the destiny that you have ordained for us. Help us to realize it. Help us to stay diligent. Help us to be energetic. Help us to appreciate. Help us to be thankful. Help us to be strong. Help us to keep our faith. Father, as we move into this year and all of the years that shall come for us, just help us. Because as humans and as your children, we need help. Father, I pray today that you take control of every word that I shall speak and of the announcement that I have to make on this evening that you open the hearts and minds of the people to receive what shall be spoken. Help me to speak it in the right spirit. Help them to receive it in the right spirit. In thy son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now this is of course Rosh Hashanah. We're right in the middle of it. It is the biblical new year. January 1st is what is called the Gregorian calendar new year. But God's calendar is actually based on the moon. And as each new moon comes... It's a new month, and God did it that way so man couldn't fool with it. And if you know the history of our calendars, we have changed what is now the Gregorian calendar multiple times. There used to be 13 months in the year. All kind of stuff has changed. But God's calendar, the Jewish calendar, has remained consistent. And I do believe if man could fool with the moon, he would. But he just can't fool with it. So God put a timing piece where man could not alter it, where he could not change it. And thus, as we move into this season, this day marks the beginning of God's new year. And we've always celebrated that beginning for the last few years here at the Ark. Most of the time we've had balloons and horns and party hats. But tonight, I was just not led to do any of that, just to talk to you about what I have to say and what I have to reveal. And I know a lot of people have wondered, what is that? And a lot of people are tuned in or here right now to see what does pastor have to announce to the church? Because all kinds of thoughts and rumors, because usually when a pastor say he got to have a serious talk with the church, usually it be some stuff. I mean, sometimes it's the pastor's getting ready to retire. I'm not getting ready to retire. I want to slow down. I really do. But God said, nope, (laughs) you're going to keep going until I tell you to. And I got a feeling he's not going to tell me to slow down until I'm laid down. So I'm not getting ready to retire. Sometimes pastor may announce, well, y'all get ready to hear something in the news. But this is what really happened. No, you're not getting ready to hear anything in the news. Sometimes the pastor is getting ready to announce, well, we and the first lady about to have all each other we stands. No, it's nothing like that. So there are often many rumors that spread 
when a pastor says that he has announcements or an announcement to make to the church. And when I told you this a few weeks ago, and that it involved really all of the members of the ark, it's quite accurate. But this has been something that has been brewing for years. It's not new. It's not sudden. But it's something God spoke to me years and years ago. And it has to do with a verse in the Bible, in the book of Genesis, in the seventh chapter, and the 16th verse. And this 16th verse is right in the midst of the history of the ark of Noah. And it was when Noah had brought all of his family into the ark and all of the animals into the ark. And the seventh chapter, the 16th verse of the book of Genesis says, And God closed the door. Other versions say, And God sealed the ark. Or, and God shut them in. The point was, there was a storm coming. And God had instructed Noah to build a shelter, a place of refuge for his chosen people, and even his chosen animals. And to really understand the story of Noah and the ark, All of it is not in the Bible. There's another portion of it that's really in one of the companion, one of the non-canonized versions of the Bible called the Book of Jasher or Jashar. Because I always wondered, I said, you mean to tell me all them folk were all evil and all violent and they just let Noah just float on away and they're about to drown? No, that's not what happened at all. That's not what happened at all. When that rain started pouring down, them folk was, the water was right. They tried their best to break into the ark. God shut them in, and God sent angels to protect that ark. So all them folk who wasn't in the ark couldn't get in the ark. So when it said he shut them in, he shut them in, and he would not let people from the outside who were not supposed to be in the God would not let them enter the ark. And the storm and the rains came, and you know the story. And all who were inside the ark were safe and were saved. In today's time, we are literally in the middle of a storm. We're in the middle of a storm of disease. We're in the middle of an economic storm. There's all types of political unrest here in the U.S. and abroad. We're facing some things that we have never seen before. And we don't even know what is on the horizon. We don't know what's coming next year because we've never seen what has happened this past year. So there's been some stuff that has just not happened in our life before, but it has happened. Just because it hasn't happened in our lifetime doesn't mean that it hadn't happened because just as Ecclesiastes says, there's nothing new under the sun. Everything that is happening today except for things of a technological nature. And to be honest, I'm not even sure about that. But everything of a human nature has occurred multiple times in the past. This is not the first plague or pandemic. As a matter of fact, the pandemic of 1918 was much worse than our current pandemic today. But I don't know what's coming in terms of the full evolution and progress 
of our current viral rampage. So the question becomes, that still is rattling around in all of your brains, what does the pastor have to say to the church? What is it so important? What is it? First of all, I was sitting here in the pulpit, and it's been perhaps three weeks ago, and I heard God simply speak this. On Rosh Hashanah, you shall seal the ark. Just as Genesis 7.16 said, and God shut the door. God said, on Rosh Hashanah, you shall seal the ark. Now, let me explain what that means. Because God spoke this to me years ago that this would be done. Long before there was any trace of pandemic or any economic collapse. He said, one day you will seal the ark. And those inside of the ark shall be sheltered and protected. Now let me explain what that means. The pandemic has caused two major Effects. The first effect is simply the medical and the physical effect. Everybody in this church knows someone who has either been seriously ill or has died from the pandemic. I talked to somebody on Sunday and I hadn't talked to them about a year and a half. And they said, man, I'm so glad to hear from you because I had this thing back in March of last year. And I spent three weeks at home in the bed and then two weeks in the hospital after that. I didn't think I was going to make it. I just barely made it out. So all of us know someone who has been hospitalized. Some of us know some people who have passed away due to this pandemic. So the one aspect has been simply the medical aspect. And we have been extremely protected here at the Ark. I'm not sure about it, but... We were the first church that I heard of that reopened after everything was shut down. And I know when I heard God, I told you the story. I was downstairs, and I think in the men's meeting or something, and, and I asked God, when did he want me to open back to church? He said, you're going to open it on the next Sunday of the next biblical month. And I pulled out my little Jewish calendar. That's next Sunday. And this was right in April. So the whole city had shut down in March. So we were opening up right after that. And I said, Lord, you have got to be kidding me. You want me to open up the church this soon with all of this pandemic and all of this disease raging. And he just said, you didn't shut down your business. You didn't shut down your house. Why are you shutting down mine? And I am at least glad to say that we've not had any transmissions of COVID that I am aware of within this sanctuary. So we've been open longer than any church in the city. We haven't had anybody catch COVID from here. We haven't had anybody die. There was one person who was hospitalized. And we've had at least over a dozen people catch COVID with no real major after effects or issues. So we have been extremely blessed, even from the medical side. And there have been almost every other church got members and they just dead. So we have been extremely blessed that we have been, first of all, medically protected. Because even if you do have to go in the hospital, and I don't want you to go in the hospital, but if you do have to go, at least you need to be glad you can come out of there. 
and you come out of through the right door because they got two doors of how you you're always going to come out of the hospital. Sometimes you come out of the wrong door. So at least you're coming out of the right door. So we have been extremely blessed just on the medical side of things that we have been sheltered and shielded and we have given out the seven shields that Pastor C. Elijah formulated. We have had the immunity smoothies every Sunday for people to partake of. We still have the exercise going. We've done everything we can to encourage you to keep your physical body in condition to deal with this virus. So the first major impact of the virus was biological or medical. The second major impact of the virus is economic. Even though the virus caused a downturn in the economy because the government poured so much money in, it really put more money in a lot of people's pockets than they'd ever had in their lives. But that money has stopped. And it won't be long before the foreclosure moratorium is lifted. Right now, you couldn't get evicted if you didn't pay your mortgage. And there were all types of protections and all types of unemployment that went beyond the normal that helped to economically bolster people. But that's coming to an end. And there's likely going to be some significant economic crisis. And there was economic crisis because according to the government statistics, one third of all businesses went under during the pandemic. That's one third of all general business But 50 percent of black businesses went under. So there was a huge economic impact within the black business community and within the business community in general, because this thing mostly affected small businesses. And it just took them under and it just took them out. So there was a medical impact of covid and there was a financial impact of covid. We've done everything we can to shield you from the biological or the medical impact of COVID. But what I'm going to talk to you about tonight has to do with the financial impact. And I am not prophetically speaking to you because I don't know what's coming. All I know is what God has told me to do. It's very possible that the American economy can turn around and boom and it's just going to be because right now you can get a job so easy out there. You can just get a job just easy. Get a good high paying job. Everybody trying to hire. And one of the reasons everybody trying to hire because a lot of folk don't want to work. They've been getting the free money and they've been sitting at home just getting the free money. So when you've been sitting at home getting the free money, you don't want to have to go into a warehouse and just do a whole lot of hard, sweaty work. You've been sitting at home getting the free money. So a lot of folk don't even want to go back to work because They've been getting the free money. Well, that free money going to run out. But I don't know what's going to happen. So I cannot speak on something that God has not spoken to me about. Nor do I even logically know what will happen. But what God has spoken to me is this. To basically for chosen members within the ark to provide a financial covering or shield. And I'll explain exactly how that will work. And sort of why. First of all, he told me, he said, you will not be required to do this until you have a certain amount of money in the bank. And actually, he was referring to the company that James and I run together. 
And I asked, I said, Lord, is that just in the bank or is that in investments? He said, it's not going to make a difference. And it doesn't make a difference. I will say this, that the ARC members have been extremely faithful during this pandemic. You haven't stopped giving. As a matter of fact, we were trying to figure out where's all the money coming from. So it looked like people actually increased their giving during the pandemic situation. But the government stimulus money has run out or is running out. And I don't know what's coming. But God says, I want you to provide a financial shield and a financial covering for certain chosen members of the ark. And we say, well, which member? We who? It's simple as this. And this is the way that it will work in a nutshell. There'll be some more stuff surrounding it, and I haven't gotten it all fleshed out. But basically, the way it will work in a nutshell, whatever you have given during this year, that will be averaged out. And if you run into trouble, not due to something that you just deliberately did. For example, you just can't say, I'm covered on the ark. I'm leaving this job. No, you can't do that. <laughs> you, can't, you can't do that. Nope, that's not going to work. It's got to be something legitimate. Some reason is outside of you. It's not because you came into the job drunk and slapped your boss. No, no. It's got to be something that's outside of you that you had no control of. It has to be an external storm or flood. And if that happens to you, you will be able to come to the ark and we will pull your records And whatever you have given this year, average that out over per month, and you will be able to receive from the church while you're in that jam tenfold of whatever that was. So in a nutshell, if you have been given $100 a month and you run into some extreme trouble, it's not your fault. Don't go out and tell me, well, now that the ark don't cover me, I can go out and get this house I always want. No, don't do that. Don't go out and do any wild, crazy spending, buy some wild, crazy stuff. You solid financial. This is for the event of a storm or a flood or something that is outside of your control. And if that happens, then you come to the church, explain your situation. We may check it because, but probably, I don't know about that. But anyway, you explain your situation. We're going to look at your record. And whatever your average giving has been for this year, you will be able to receive that. Tenfold. If you've been given $100 a month, you'll be able to get $1,000 a month. If you've been given $10 a month, you'll be able to get $100 a month. If you haven't given anything, how much is nothing times nothing? <laughs> and this is what God has instructed me to do. And it's going to apply for everyone who is a member of the ark. But it extends to two additional People beyond the ark. Derek Norris. So this is how long ago this has been. And he was faithful here. His job moved him to another state. And God spoke to me then. He said, he will be covered when you seal the ark. The other one is Gerald Evans. So those are the two. They're no longer here, but those are the only two. Now, I know you got some questions. Well, Pastor, what about other folks who left out? Dane and Ark, that's all it is to it. I'm just sorry. And I'm not going to violate what God has told me to do. But Pastor Pose has been a solid member, but I haven't given anything. Let me repeat this. I am not going to violate what God told me to do. So if you haven't given anything, 
you're not going to get anything. I don't care what the situation is, because there is a probability that there's going to become some serious economic strife on this land. And to be honest about it, this church just can't cover everybody. There's just no two ways about it. The boat wasn't big enough for all them folks. That's just all there was to it. It just wasn't big enough for everybody. So this church can't cover everybody. I'm going to cover exactly who God has told me to cover. That's why we got these shirts made. And I want everybody, you can get up to three shirts. We got small, medium, large, extra large, 2X, and 3X. So we've got the shirts right down here in the front, right after service. Everyone can come. Did everybody get one shirt first? Then, so make sure everybody gets a shirt. If there are others left over, you can come and you can get up to three shirts. But this, basically what this means is safe in the ark. And I pray and hope that you will never need this. But you know it helps to know when you're covered. And this is, I've never heard of this anywhere. I mean, I just never heard of it. It may be some churches have done it somewhere, but I haven't heard about it. And I even had a pastor, you going to do what? I said, yeah. I said, but what about, don't you think some folk going to try to rip you off? I said, generally the people who are tithing don't have the rip-off mentality. The folk who will try to rip you off haven't given anything, and God has automatically cut them out. The folk who will rip you off when you go check their giving record, it's a big goose egg. The people who are diligent and faithful to God, they have enough fear of God not to fool with God and not to lie to God and not to try to rip God off. Because ripping this house off is just like ripping God off. It's not like ripping me off. just ripping God off. And one thing about it, ripping man off is one thing. Ripping God off has a whole different level of consequences. So that's the whole program in a nutshell. And I know a lot of times when you've got something that's different, folk can find all kind of flaws with it. You're just going to have some folk, I don't care what you do, you can't please them. I don't care what you do. Because you got some folk that, you know, they just talking about the church just take all the folk money. And they don't ever. And when you give folk money, you still going to have some folk on complain. Well, how come you just don't include folk who walk in off the street? How come you ain't doing that? Why are you just keeping it to your folk and just your members? That ain't right. You going to have that. I don't care. <laughs> so, so, so you going to have all kind of folk going to have all kind of flaws because you safe in the ark. And if they're not safe in the ark, they're going to find all kinds of reasons to bring a negative light on you being safe in the ark. Because trust me, all them folk outside the ark, they had some cussing to do for Noah. Oh, my, they're breaking the break, no! They had some cussing and some, because you know if they were that evil and that violent, you know they were cussing up a storm. They may have been in Hebrew, but they were cussing up a, they were cussing up a storm trying to get Noah to open up that door. So there may be folk, and I'm sure somebody's going to have a lot of negative stuff to say about it. I'm going to do exactly what God says. I am going to shelter, and we're going to protect those in the ark, and we're going to seal those doors on that. Because if the economic stuff gets bad, the homeless situation may get terrible, and we may have a lot of folk. Because some of y'all may say, well, you know, my church covering me. Go, don't send nobody over here, because they ain't going to do nobody. Don't send folk over here. Don't send them. Don't even send them. Because they'll hear about it and they're going to come over here. Well, I ain't no member and I ain't giving anything, but I need help. Don't do it. Don't send them over here. Because I'm going to do what God has told me to do. And that is to protect those who are... Do you know how many folk were in the ark out of all the folk in the world? It wasn't but eight folk. It was eight people out of all of those people in the world. And God shut and closed the door. 
So those who are here, those who have been faithful, and I know you're asking, well, pastor, suppose I start giving it. Nope, the records are going to be cut off as of last Sunday. Now, I don't know, we're trying to put no $2,000 in Sunday. No, 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 the records are going to be cut and sealed as of last Sunday. Not this Sunday coming, last Sunday. Because if they weren't sealed on this Sunday, it'd be a whole lot of folk coming, putting a whole lot of money in, thinking they can get that 10 10 No, 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 your heart had to be right before you heard this announcement. So that is the way this will work. That is the big announcement that I had. That is what will affect you. And it may, for the vast majority of you, you will never need it. But it just makes a difference when you know you're covered just in case. You walk different. You sleep different. You ain't covered if you ain't been given anything. But if you've been given right, you're covered. Because you're supposed to be given 10% of your income. So if you've been given 10% of your income... That means you can get 100% of your income back when you're in trouble. That's not your fault. So this is an unusual type of covering, but this is an unusual type of church. And for those of you who are here, and you don't have to have been attending. If you've been streaming, that's fine, because we're going to check the record, not whether you've been sitting in here on Sunday. We're going to check the giving record. That's what's going to matter. And then some people, why are you just checking on money? Why don't you check on some other stuff? Because that's what you're coming for. You ain't coming for other stuff. Now, we give you plenty of prayer. If you're coming for prayer, you got that, but you ain't going to get no money. That's not proper English, but you understand it clearly. We'll give you plenty of prayer, but you will not get any money. If you have not put any money in this church, you will not get any money. That's just plainness, and I'm not going to violate that. So I want everybody to know, and I want everybody to understand. But I want you to see how God works to protect his people, because he knows what's coming. And he has provided when the pandemic hit and it shut down in March. I knew God was working because we had orders coming in and we could not explain it. It broke all records in the 30 plus year history of the company. March, the very month, did everything shut down. And James and I were just sitting there wondering, where are these orders coming from? Why in the world we can't produce hardly? That was the first time we ran it, just ran out of product, shelves all empty, back order just flooding in. And we couldn't understand what in the world is happening. How can the company be this blessed? And everything is shut down. Even the health food stores were shut down. How can the folk be placing these kind of orders? And it was God saying to us, yes, the world may be going one way, but I got you. And when God got you, he got you. So he was blessing us so we could turn around and be ready to bless you. So I want to let all of you know, for those of you who have been faithful to the ark, God got you covered. He's got your money covered. And you are safe in the ark. And that's the announcement. It's different. It's unusual. You're going to have a few folk who are going to have some issues with it. But you're going to have a lot of folk going to sleep better tonight. You're going to have a lot of folk. Those who have been faithful to the ark, you're going to have a lot of folk going to sleep. It's just something about it. Because stuff be scary. It really does. It just Stuff just be scary. Stuff just happening and... We would have never figured this two years ago that we would have been going through all this. And the government about out of money. 
They're not going to be able to put out another super stimulus package. And the virus is ramping up. But God's got you. Just turn to the person and just tell them that God's got you. God's got you. So when you understand God's got you, and we don't just have you in prayer, we got you with your money. And that makes a difference. That makes a difference. So I'm going to just open it up for anybody who has any questions. I've always been open. I'm going to do the best I can to answer the questions if I know the answer. So if you got a question, raise your hand, and I'm going to just do the best I can to answer the question. Two clarification questions. Okay. Okay, two questions. How long can they get the 10 times and does the money have to be paid back? The answer to both of those questions is it depends. If you are unable to pay it back, you don't have to. As simple as that. If you want to pay it back, you can. It's simple as that. There's not going to be what I would call a contractual obligation to pay it back. The ark has you covered. Now, if you say, for example, if something happens, you can't find a job or whatever, you know, you have some serious accident, you're out of work for 10 months and we pay your bills or we pay your amount the 10 times for 10 months. And it may be 20 months. I don't know. All I know is what God has told me. And sometimes that stuff can be way different than what you think. So there is no particular requirement to pay it back. But usually folk who have given well do right. <laughs> they just do. So, you know. Folk who don't have give, they won't pay you back when they're supposed to pay you back. And it don't really matter. See, most of the time you lend folk money from the church. Just like, how is it when most of y'all lend folk money personally? <laughs> exactly. So whether you said they're supposed to pay it back or not, that's up to their character. So I will leave that up to what they feel in their spirit and their capability. Sometimes if you've been out of work for, you know, 10 months and you get me, sometimes it takes you a long time to get back on your feet. So that's not going to be a requirement and there is no specific time on it. And I really don't think people who have been faithful to the ark are going to abuse that. I really don't. I mean, that's what the other pastor was concerned about. I said, no, I don't think they're going to take advantage of it because anybody who's going to give God 10 percent, they are different mentality. The folk who rip you off, them the folk ain't giving. They will rip you off, but they ain't going to get that. Next question. I'll answer it as best I can. Just raise your hand and shout it out if you got a question. Did I do that good of a job of explaining it so nobody has any kind of questions? Yes. Amen. Amen. Any other questions or comments or thoughts? Anybody have any question or thoughts or anything else? Amen. I think everybody at least understands the program. Those of you who are watching 
the stream. If you've got a question, just go to the website and contact us and we'll do our best to answer it. But God has you covered. And for those of you who have been in covenant, you are financially safe in the ark. Christian, I'm going to ask you to... Normally, you blow the shofar on Rosh Hashanah, so I'd ask Christian to train on the shofar. And he said he had it down at home, but his lips changed when he got to the ark. <laughs> so, so I don't know. I don't know whether he said he was blowing it just as smooth as it could be at home, but when he got to the ark, his lips changed. And <laughs> so... so Normally you would blow the shar seven times, seven blasts. And it's not so much of whether or not, I understand that you haven't been used to blowing it and it may come out a little rough. The same way it came out with all of the pastors when we blew it, it just, it'd be, so it'd be, yeah, we have a hard time blowing that shofar. So Christian, I want you to blow it three times. I want you to sing a song and then I want you to blow it four more times. All right, that's one, that's one. Yeah, that's three. Give us a quick song. I'm going to ask James and see Elijah to close us out, and then you give us a final four blows. Yeah. (laughs) And I want to thank all of you, I really do, as we move into this new year. The ark has you covered, but you had us covered. And I talked to other pastors, and they just had sometimes so much stuff and so much drama. And I said, I just can't relate to that at the ark. It's such a beautiful family, such a peace and such a love. So I want to thank you for having us covered all of these years. And for those of you who were here, God has already placed a program in place for those who have been faithful with the ark. I need to make a couple of comments on that. For those of you who are here, I announced a program for those who have been faithful in the ark where you will be financially covered from this church, but only to the degree that you have given. And I explained it. You can go to brothersoftheword.com, hear that whole message. There are two addendums I have to add to that. Number one, it is not transferable, which means You're covered, but it does not cover anybody else who's not covered by the... Do not send anybody here. Don't bring your mama. Don't bring your daddy. Don't bring your brothers. Don't bring your sister. I'm covered. And pastor, can you... No, don't bring anybody else. Only you are covered. Do not bring anybody else. And then God spoke to him. He said, you must stick to that tenfold strictly in what I have told you. Or... It will remove the blessing from you and this church. So we ain't going to disobey that. So God has covered those of you who have been faithful for a reason. So your finances are covered. 
And we're trying to give you information and knowledge that will cover your physical health. I guess I'll sit on too since Pastor got the stool here. Amen. <laughs> well, let's first of all give Pastor a round of applause for just obeying God. And give God a round of applause for having you covered. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. God has got us covered. God has got us covered. And not only do you not see pastors and churches do this, you don't see pastors that are not on the payroll. So we not only have a pastor that's not being paid, but he's got us covered. Amen. Amen. And this is a true example that you hear. You hear that God is a covering and even your pastor is a covering, but you don't see it demonstrated in this manner. So we thank him for the demonstration and he not only have us covered with the finances, but he's even given us a covering with the shirts. So you all are physically covered tonight as you get the shirts. So not only is this the Jewish New Year for Rosh Hashanah, but it's also something called the Smita in the Jewish faith. 
And that happens once every seven years. And the Smita is a special year to them. It's, it's called the year of release or the sabbatical year. So you have a sabbatical every week with the Sabbath on the seventh day and the seventh year is a sabbatical year called the Smita. And in that seventh year, all debts are forgiven. Anybody want their debts forgiven? <laughs> Amen. And in that seventh year, the farmland rests. So a lot of times with current farming, we just have the vegetables planted year after year and reaping year after year. But you know, they don't have the nutrients that they used to have. And that's because we don't let the ground rest once every seventh year. The third thing that happened in the Smita year is private farmlands become open to the public that as the lands rest, the needy can come and eat off of the land. So it just transforms the entire society. So this is a special year being the Smita year. Even now, my daughter Jamie was playing some stuff on the way to church talking about the Smita and it was no accident. And and it was a guy that was going through all of the things that happened in the Smita year that just reset the whole economics of society. He talked about World War II happened in that Smita year. And also in the Smita year, 9-11 happened in that Smita year. They reset all of the economy. Uh, the Great Depression happened in a Smita year. So we don't know what's coming, but I tell you, whatever comes, God has you covered. So amen. So we thank God for just sealing us in the ark. No better place when a storm is coming than in the ark. When a flood is coming, there's no better place on the entire earth than in the ark. Amen. Amen. I turn it over to see a lot. Praise God. I'm not going to hold you any longer. I just want to say this has just been a wonderful outpouring of God's grace, His goodness, His kindness, His favor on us. And we're grateful to have a pastor who's obedient to the leading of the Lord. This is just a sign of God's blessing. God always outdoes Himself. God always takes care of His people. He always makes a way in their supernatural favor their supernatural glory and no matter what's happening in the world God's always caused his people to be sustained and to prosper and uh, we're just grateful to to see the evidence of it in our midst and we're just grateful for God landing on Pastor Nathaniel's heart we're grateful for kindness and generosity and for love and forgiving and really realizing what life is all about And so we're just grateful for this moment that even in the middle of tough times, God is good. God is with us. And we're just grateful for his grace and his goodness. Amen. Amen. Well, we'll all stand and pour more blows from Christian.
You are listening to BrothersOfTheWord.com. This was the message titled The Sealing of the Ark by Nathaniel Bronner. This message is number 4533, that's 4533, to listen to over a thousand free messages or to send this message number 4533 to a friend, go to BrothersOfTheWord.com. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to help support this ministry, go to IWantToGive.com. That's I wanttogive.com Listen to brothers of the word.com often because brother you need the word, From brothers of the word.